0: Welcome, everybody. Hey, I'm not in this studio today. Yay, I'm at home. I'm home. We've got six inches of snow on the ground, and I wasn't going anywhere at all. So I'm going to say hi to Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Hey, good morning, Eileen. It's good to be here. Good to be here. Yeah, I can see you, which is great. At least one of
1: us is here to run things. That's
0: right, (laughs) yeah. You may be staying there overnight.
1: Well, I did last night.
0: You st- Oh, did you stay in the studio or in a hotel? Uh,
1: there's a hotel across the street, which we're really grateful to have that they were able to put me up over the night. Oh, that's and I was definitely perfect. not getting home. Well, I'm, I probably <laughs> could have gotten home, but I was definitely not getting back.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you just stay around here until this all kind of clears up a bit. So anyway, same here with me. So anyway, today on the show, um, as soon as we can get a hold of our guest, Mr. Tony White, he's an animator and he's also an astrologer, which is an interesting combination, but um, he's going to be talking about his new ventures that he's taking right now. He's doing some 2D animation as well as starting a whole bunch of new projects. So he's very excited about it. He's really kind of like left the astrology in his wake, but not totally, but a little bit, but he's got he's has this demand on him that you know he's a very well known animator he's from Great Britain. And he's won a BAFTA award and he's really pretty special and he's a very good friend of mine so we're going to have him on here so here shortly anyway so uh, yeah and then also um, we're going to be doing the astral celebrity of the week which I decided to do Aaron Rodgers. Now I've been saving him up for weeks until there would be a news item on him. And and evidently he's engaged and he's, we've got a really hot intense relationship. And we're gonna talk about that as to why he has an, a hot intense relationship. So anyway, yeah. Uh, so um, I'm gonna talk about him and then uh, we're gonna be talking with Tony for a while too. So it'll be a fun chart. It's the first time I've done my my show from home and I'm kind of enjoying it, you know, this is this could be a good deal, you know, in case I'm stranded here. So anyway, um, I'm gonna take a break right now. I tell, tell my wonderful producer that I'm gonna take a break. And when we get back, I'm gonna do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.
1: You found us. Maybe you've been guided to listen. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I am Eileen Grimes, in case you didn't know that. I'm an astrologer and we're starting, by the way, our anniversary is tomorrow. Nathan, isn't that amazing? Six years on the air. So, yeah, anyway, so this is sort of my anniversary show even though it's sort of, you know, by something. Anyway, uh, we started in 2015 and February 14th. 2015 was our first show. So anyway, we're doing that. So anyway, right now, let's do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Okay. Thank you, Nathan. All right. Uh, We're going to do Aaron Rodgers' chart now. He is the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers and he's a very cute guy, but, you know, I just happened to notice him one day. This was kind of an accidental thing. Um, I, I When I see people I'm kind of interested in, I like to look up their charts. I'm curious about them, so what I did was I got online, got on Google, and I, I typed uh, Aaron Rogers Astrology, and up came this website that has all basically everybody that I know of has their chart information there, all the all famous people and all that. It's called Astro, Astro Data Bank, that's what it's called. So I happened to find his information and I ran his chart out and I just couldn't believe it <clears throat> because his chart is just really um, remarkable in the fact that he's just has, okay, let me just give you his birthday first. first. Okay, is December 2nd, 1983. And he's born at 2.50 PM Pacific Standard Time in Chico, California and um he is well what we call a really intense guy okay um he has one two three four five planets in the eighth house plus the south node um all six of them are in sagittarius so um that alone is an interesting factor okay it's very unusual let me find my little little note page that i took notes on here i was doing research on him yesterday and then also he has a moon in Scorpio in the seventh house. So that basically echoes the eighth house stuff. We have an eighth house Scorpio, Pluto stuff going on. And then in the sixth house, he has Pluto next to Venus and he has Mars. So every single house, and that's it. Those are the three houses he's got in his chart that's, that are, 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 are filled you know it's really phenomenal and um it's very rare to see a chart so compacted like that you know when you have a a chart that has a very narrow bandwidth of expression he's going to have just certain slots that he puts his energy into and that's going to be about it and the rest of the stuff is just kind of like what he's not learning to do this lifetime he may have learned to do it before so let's look at him for a second first of all he had a couple of major things going on. When he was born, he was born a couple of days short of a solar eclipse. Okay, that's number one. That's kind of a destiny, sort of a blessing on him. And so there's that. And then also, he was also, um, at the time I was doing this chart, I was doing it for for a couple of days ago. Yeah, it was on the 12th, or yesterday. Um, the nodes are what we call, they're doing a nodal return And he has recently hit the airwaves by getting a new girlfriend that he's really crazy about that has moved very quickly. A lot of people are kind of concerned that he's moving too fast. Well, I'm looking at his chart and saying, if he isn't moving fast, I wouldn't be surprised because you have have the sun, you have Uranus, Jupiter, um, Mercury, and Neptune all in the eighth house. That sort of says relationships, but bumped up a notch up to a point where a relationship is all or nothing for him. It's also a soul relationship that is that is connected, you know, and he has to find somebody that is incredibly um, deep and profound in order for him to really be an, interested in a person. And if you ever noticed him on TV, he seems to be very detached and, you know, he's kind of really inwardly directed and um, and he's a Sagittarius, so he does clown around a lot. Yes, but there's a lot of seriousness behind all that. He also has a moon in Scorpio in the seventh house, which denotes you know, a real serious relationship with his mother, and that's going to be kind of issues right there. So also, the girl that he met—I can't remember—think her name is G- Jaylene Woodley or something like that. She's a Scorpio. Yay! He's doing it right she was born November 11th in the year she was born and so yep there she is she just showed up at his doorstep and so in the 7th house which is where our relationships are 7th house is relationship 8th house is soul relationships and that's a whole different ball game so the 7th house has you know Saturn and Jupiter or Saturn and moon there so that and they're not conjunct so it's not a big deal But if it were, it would be kind of, well, kind of is. Well, no, not really. Yes, it is. So he does tend to have some depression issues anyway. So, but if he has a woman, he wants to be intently with her all the time. Now, right now, he's been, she's an actress working up in Canada and he's here doing football. So they hardly see each other that much, but... You know, when they do get together, it's like oh, they go into their little hole and they are there for the long haul. So he said that he's engaged to her. Wouldn't be a surprise because he, <clears throat> he's just going to be attracted to, to uh, uh, Scorpios. Quite frankly, he's going to draw them to him. And, of course, he draw her to him, too. So I'm looking at his chart and seeing what the heck was going on. You know if there's any major transits that kind of triggered this and there was one big one here and the Uranus transiting Uranus is sitting right on his ascendant, which is opposing the seventh house. So essentially she kind of came out of nowhere really all of a sudden kind of crazy stuff so and also the the notable return which has a lot to do with completing a major 18 and a half year cycle that really um, changes a person's direction in their life. The nodes have to do with life purpose. South node has to do where you've been and the North node is where you're going. So the North node is right smack down, down on the North node. So that means he's liberating a part of himself from the past, the South node, so he can move into the North node. So the thing of the North node in Gemini, he's learning how to speak to people you know, and here he's got Mercury and Sag, Neptune up there, that's going to be difficult, you know, I'd like to weigh different points in the chart, like the point of the North Node says where he's going to, what he's learning about, and I look at the rest of the chart to see what's going to be in the way, to see how that's going to happen, see, so the north, north Node in Gemini says, I'm learning how to speak in second house, which is speak your values, to to know your your valid, valid, validity, worth, and dignity through the words that you speak and you write. So um, he has the Mercury-Neptune, and that's going to be difficult because he can kind of get off in a fuzzy land in his head. So, you know, but the thing that he wanted to do, which is interesting, I had a b- whole bio here right here to talk about it, but just to say really quick, um, he almost didn't do football because um, instead he was gonna go to law school. Well, that's typical with Sagittarius. Sagittarius rules the law, so that makes perfect sense. But I'm betting he'll do that after he gets out of football because he's very successful at it. But he has has an enormously great career and he's had a fantastic track record. So um, he's been given the values from his parents. He's been very solidly involved with his life, but I'm betting, I'm betting to uh, beyond anything that the stuff that you ever see in this man, his real chart, you'll never see it unless you really know him extremely well. Okay. So that's Mr. Aaron Rodgers right now. There we go. We did him today. That was pretty good for being on on, on my phone here. <laughs> Anyway, so we're going to take a break really quick. And when we get back, uh, we're going to be talking to our guest, Mr. Tony White. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Kevin McDonald's MyIndependenceReport.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, it's Valentine's Day, and to celebrate, we'll have a special visit with Best in Energy Codes practitioner Linda Rasmussen. She'll be teaching us things we can do at home to better lovingly care for ourselves and our animal friends. Due to sports, it's going to be a shorter show, so join us early. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to 10.30, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150.
1: Talk radio for the heart and soul. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And now I'm going to bring on our wonderful guest, Mr. Tony White. Tony White. Yay. Hi, Tony. Uh, Hi,
2: Eileen. How (laughs) snowy is it there?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we just finally got you on and I can actually see you, which is wonderful. So yeah. And you is. love
2: Zoom? I love it.
0: I love it. Okay, let's get started on what you're doing. I mean, you've kind of changed the direction in your life, haven't you?
2: Well, I, I haven't changed direction. Life's changed my direction. Life, okay. life that makes well, what happened, I mean, you know, uh, you know um, I've been doing astrology for a long while. I mean, all my life I've studied it, but I've been actively doing it the last two and a half years. Well, and I thought when we went into a pandemic, I would get so much astrology work and it just went quiet it just completely went quiet because i thought everyone this is a perfect time of course uh during pandemic and isolation to look into yourself and find out more about yourself and learn about yourself and grow and invest in yourself mm-hmm. or what you want to express and uh, and i thought oh a lot of people are going to be wanting to know that but strange no i I've, other astrologers it's different but with me it wasn't but the weird thing is, my animation career came back with a wham, yeah. and uh, just took over. And I've been busier than ever on that side of things, both teaching and, interestingly enough, bringing back my astrology and my the spiritual side of myself, the inner side, and bringing the two together and working on projects in that. Oh
0: way. wow! Okay, I want to hear more about that. So you uh-huh. want to link astrology with your animation stuff,
2: right? Well, that, astrology and inner inner search, because I've been all my life, I've been on an inner search as well to try and understand myself. Um, remember, I've, I've got three planets in Virgo, so I want to be perfect, right? <laughs> and but uh, birth are in the ninth house. And I have Sag rising. So, you know, yes, so there's of course. a lot of self exploration, self understanding been going on in my life, which yes, has yes. always been under the surface. I've never shown it to people.
0: And it makes sense with your Sagittarius rising that you end up in a different country other than your birth.
2: Yeah. 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 But my, my teacher way, way back looked at my chart and he said, you know, you're going to have three marriages. He, he wasn't a predictor, he never did prediction. But he did say this. He said, in times of peace, prepare for war. And I just want you to understand that he said from your chart, the indications are the possibility of three marriages. And the third one will be the one. The first two will uh, not work out for various reasons. I won't go into that now. But the third one will be the one and it will be with somebody from another country. And here I am married to sally so there you
0: go. that's right you're married to she's wonderful yeah <laughs> and, um you're married and here you're in washington state in seattle so mm-hmm. i mean it's awesome that you would end up here you know um this this uh, whole area is so ripe with creativity you mm-hmm. know compared to the deep south yeah you know and and so living here has to be fueling you quite a bit
2: so shall I tell you something interesting? I've never done relocation charts and I and I'm not really into them at all. But I did happen to in, in my natal chart UK, uh uh sorry, Uranus is on the seventh house cusp, right? So surprise, surprise, I've been married three times.
0: You know? No wonder you had a bunch of marriages. Yeah, <laughs> right. no kidding. Yeah. Uh,
2: but yeah. when I relocate it, when I it's not even a serious relocation, when I set it up as if I was born in Seattle uranus is right on the 10th house right on the 10th Mm -hmm. house and i've been connected to the internet i've done lots of electronic. i teach uh live online via zoom that's why i said i love zoom i love technology i'm not a tech person i you know i can't even put my own computer together or work out things but
0: the nature of your 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 um your animation is very very uranian yeah it's really kind of wacky actually (laughs) (laughs) it's wacky i try to make it wacky
2: you know um but the other thing about uranus of course is that it's um said to rule astrology as well Mm -hmm. It has science and astrology and of course i've been working i never worked professionally as an astrologer in the uk but i have been working here as a professional astrologer and, and and been drawn into these two worlds you know so i'm okay and i'm just and, and the other thing about uranus it's all about youth and it's you know it's breaking out and everything and my motto is always never grow up never grow up so uh, i'm working harder than i've ever worked in my life right now but it's well, on things
0: i want to do now not well, what well two three planets in virgo and you're working harder than you've ever been you've got to be in bliss land
2: yeah, well, Moon in Capricorn, remember? So <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. That's true too. Yes. So. Insane
2: workaholic, that's me. But it is creative, and I do try to make things wacky. And I like—I don't like to do when I talk animation. Everyone thinks of cartoon films, but I like to do animation that isn't cartoon films. I've done them. I've done. I even did the Pink Panther titles. Way. Oh, way back. I
0: know. I know. That's. Um, so
2: cool. And I love doing that, but I like doing things that are more aesthetic and now more philosophical, metaphysical. And that's okay. what I'm working on. And at last I can do it. I've waited all my life to do it, and now I can do it.
0: You can blend all of your real strong strengths, which is fabulous. That's fabulous. And, I,
2: and, and it's been a very teasing, challenging life in that sense because my, if, if we talk astrology for a minute, my ruling um, Sagittarius Ascendant Ruling Jupiter is up in the 11th house, Mm -hmm. but it's square Saturn-Pluto in the 8th house in Leo. And I've always felt that all my hopes and wishes, the Jupiter, it's just been exploding. Ideas, I want to do this. I want to reach to people, communities and everything. Always been blocked. Always been blocked. All through my life. And and, and many years ago, and I think that's the Saturn-Pluto conjunction blocking me. And, right, and probably it's a karmic thing, 8th house, you know.
0: Oh, you have probably. Saturn Pluto conjunction in yes, Leo? In Leo. Oh, well, okay. We have
2: Jupiter in uh, Scorpio.
0: I'd say my condolences, but uh, but in Leo it's a little bit lighter anyway.
2: I think you know, when you you have to reflect on your life and say why is this? And I think many years ago I thought, yeah, you it's teaching you patience. You can't get what you want when you want it, you know? Yeah. And so um, I did resolve years ago that if my rewards are ever going to come, they're going to come in old age because Saturn will do that, mm-hmm. and it will be very profound, deep, transformative stuff. Okay. And, and lo and behold, here I am now, and, and probably my work will be, re- if if it's ever recognized at all, it'd be posthumous because I've thousand. house. I you know I'm sorry, I huh? I may be wrong, but that's my reading of what my chart's all about. But but lo and behold, here I am. Um, not rich not making lots of money but just clinging on but spending all my time doing what i want to do and wanting and all the things i've learned in my life i'm putting them into a project it's cool it's it's a it's a film project i i need funding i'm going to get funding hopefully sometime
0: okay so you're working on that now
2: but i'm working on a promotional film for that I've, I've, i've already started working on it and um yeah it's kind of interesting because many many years ago i was i went through a period of intense um meditation my, but i i lived life in reverse usually when people get older they go into metaphysics and what's the meaning of life And I, I did all that when i was a kid and i i guess my moon in capricorn the old man in me right uh, wanted to do it then and but it's taken a whole life for me to be able to take what i learned then and do it now but at one time I was intense meditation. I went through a period where I was, I had, I was woken up at three or four in the morning with all these wonderful mystical spiritual words coming in my head, and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I had to get up and write them down. And once I wrote them down, I went back to bed and I slept. It, it, it and it wouldn't leave me. Probably and I, I needed it. <laughs> and yeah. and I've always meant to make a film about that, and uh, and it's taken me this whole lifetime to do that. Yeah, there's one thing that a whole lot of that. one of them was about the stars, Mm -hmm. astrology, the deeper thing of astrology. But there's lots of things about everything, bereavement and all life things, but from a spiritual perspective.
0: Right, right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I was just sitting around here. I was playing with your deck of cards the other day. Oh, yeah. Because I was discovering, oh, that's something I want to share with you. Um, I was discovering something fun about it. Um I laid out about six cards and I would find similarities between okay I'd find a a Jupiter in Sagittarius and I'd find a Uranus in in um in Pisces. So those square each other, right? Mm-hmm. So I put those together and then I find another one and pair those up by, you know, aspect and it would like literally give me a whole different message. Wow. You know? And I don't know if you've ever thought of that, but I thought that was really interesting. No, what- some,
2: somebody signed up for my. I got an animation course out there, and um, somebody signed up for this up for it this week. And he wrote to me and said, um, "Do the are the cards necessary for the course?" And I said, "No, actually, the the course is intellectual." it's all about mind it's about learning the, raw, the basic rules so it's not deep astrology it's really right. introductory astrology you know what are the planet science what are the keywords what are all those things right. but I try to present them in from an animator artist perspective visually because okay. what you're saying with the cards you oh. you were working with this week and I explained to him no that's that's to learn your terminology but once okay. you've learned your tom- terminology go to the cards because they're much more intuitive. They don't teach, they're not to the intellectual mind. They're more to the soul and the spirit or the intuition. And I think what you're saying is exactly that. And I'm so delighted it worked for you okay. that way because yeah, I, it, it was worth a thousand words.
0: It was know. amazing because I was looking for, I was asking questions, you know, either negative or positive. And, and if I saw a bunch of Saturn things happening, I go, oh, well, I told you about that one. I did that before. You know, and I go, no, Saturn says slow the heck down so like, hey, I can do that, you know, but then I would find other things that would support what I'm doing in a positive way, mm. especially if the planets were positive, you know, and I kept finding these links between these cards, you know, and the overall message because I kind of tend to look at overall messages because I'm a ninth house Mercury. I can't help okay. it, you know, and welcome so, to the club. <laughs> yeah. So give me the overall message. What does it all mean? You know, and I basically came up with the, you know, the answer to the question that I was doing, but it was a different way to find it, yeah. in other words. Yeah.
2: Well, there's more than one way. I, 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 Way back, in that period, way back in my life, I studied, um, I didn't go deeply into the tarot, but I went into, I found a, a writer that I really loved, Paul Foster Case wrote a book Mm -hmm. called the tarot and it's very deep metaphysical interpretation of it and he said in that book that if somebody had nothing else but a tarot pack Mm -hmm. and was say incarcerated in prison or something within two years of studying the pictures they could come out with the equivalent of a university education in terms of knowledge because there's so much knowledge in the pictures right 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 and that's why i think the oracle cards are very different to uh, the written astrology teaching,
0: okay. yeah,
2: because yeah. one feeds the mind, but the other one feeds the soul, and and, and quite yeah, often
0: I agree. Because you, know, you know, just the little these things. I wasn't asking; I wanted a deeper meaning to the reading, you know. And I thought, if you're asking, should you go back to school, and you got a pile of Jupiters on your 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 table, you, well, I'd say that that's probably an <laughs> accurate description, <laughs> you know. Then you can kind of follow that pretty well. But then there's other layers of that, you know. Yeah how how you how are you going to do it how it will be expressed um however it's going to manifest itself through whatever sign it's coming through you know and it's just those are really great cards I'm telling you you know every time I pick them up I discover something new about them
2: thank you well I, I I claim nothing special except I drew them but the knowledge is is like thousands of years of astrology planets in science and everything. And then I I let my mind drift a little bit. How would I portray this whole, this huge thing, you know, Mercury in Scorpio, how do you portray the whole thing in right. one image? And I had to distill it down. And it's not the only image, but it's yes. the one I ended up with. And I, and I just used intuition on that. But yeah. I'm really heartened that the cards speak to you that way. Because in the book I did with the cards, I said, most people... Will be able to tell me what the cards do because they'll speak to everyone differently. Yeah. And, and everyone will find, that I, I gave some suggested spreads at the back, but I said, this is not definitive, find your way. Talk with the cards and find your way.
0: Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> so let me just tell everybody about the cards a little bit. What's the name of the deck again? I haven't got them in front of me.
2: They're just called Oracle cards, astrological Oracle cards.
0: Okay, and um, there's 120 cards each card represents a sign in a place
2: in the, the 10 yeah. planets in the 12 signs
0: yes exactly so it's a really thick deck it's very hard to shuffle but yeah. <laughs> you can still do it pretty well but um you can get those through tony if you want them and a lot of people i know have them they love them so um they're they are an astrological tarot deck that's basically what it is mm-hmm. and um you can get a hold of them. Too.
2: <laughs> what they're fun to look at, too, because they're, they're not deep, serious metaphysical imagery. They're kind of cartoony characters.
0: Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that's true. You've got the inner child running through that, the whole business with the yeah. cartoons on the cards. They're fabulous. So yeah. if-
2: that's that's why I say never grow up. You see the cards. Represent yeah, right. Them. Exactly. Because you can learn with a smile on your face instead of a <laughs> frown in your forehead, you know.
0: That's right. <laughs> okay. We got to take a break here real quick. And when we get back, we're going to be talking to to Tony some more about other stuff that he's doing. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Barrel Full of Monkeys Productions, who is headed up by Matt Shea. Barrel Full of Monkeys Productions with Matt Shea is a new venture. He has started it and he's basically doing a live or audio mini audiobook form, some of his stories that he has in his books. And I've helped him with it, and then three other people have done that. And um, we're kind of the barrel full of monkeys. We decided to call ourselves that. It's pretty goofy. Anyway, so our first audiobook is out now. It's only $5, and you can order that at matsheybooks.net. And we will be working on our second one right now. And we are almost done with the audiobook. book. Uh, one of our particular readers has dropped out, but we're going to be having somebody else do it. So it's going to be great. And these stories are just really wonderful that he writes anyway. So uh, make sure that if you want to have one of his books or order the um, Full of Monkeys book, go to matshaybooks.net and you can find it there. And he's just a really fabulous person. And he loves to hear from people and he promised to answer any or all that contact him. So you can write to him at his personal email address at matt 7 W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T seven at AOL.com. And don't forget his website, www.matchebooks.net.
1: Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed PR pro Steve Allen to talk about public relations and the fine art of promoting yourself. On Saturday, Lauren Archer returns with fresh insights and some evergreen advice for dehypnotizing yourself from false beliefs. Bringing you fascinating talk one hour at a time since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Alternative Talk, 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I'm Eileen Grimes Astrologer. And with me today is Mr. Tony White, who is a fabulous astrologer slash animator slash... Well, you name it, he can do it. So anyway, welcome back, Tony. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, (laughs) so... um. What, well, let's see what we're doing now here. I've got a list of things. Okay, this thing. Okay, I saw this on your website, Dr. Horace Scope. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> yes, I love that. So tell me a little bit about that. It's so funny.
2: Okay, yeah, it's it it just, uh, it was one of the few things that came out of the blue, you know. Um, Linwood Times, I I you know Vision Quest bookstore up in Everett? Uh, well the the editor or i used to do, i would do the occasional weekend astrology thing there and apparently the editor of the linwood times went in there one day and said i need a good astrologer to maybe do a column in my newspaper so oh, they good. recommended me and um and when he's Spoke to me, I said, Well, I don't really do this prediction, sun science, the usual thing. It's got to be something more informative. And he said, Fine. I, he said, You're recommended. I'll so I ended up doing a thing called, Well, Dr. Horace Scope has been with me a long while. He actually, in the early 90s, appeared on TV in the UK as an animated character. And I actually did. It was it was a pilot program for a show that was going to be like Life magazine on television. It was going to be a broad magazine show program. Okay. And um, and but they said, is there anything you could contribute to that? And I said, well, most magazines have horoscopes and they have cartoons. How about I did an do an animated horoscope thing? And they said, sounds great, sounds great. So we, I, I basically did a four-minute film. And it was the time, big political upheavals in the UK. Maggie Thatcher was in power. There was the miners' strike going on. It was a really tough time. And, of course, I, I looked at it and I thought, OK, that's got to feature in a magazine program somehow. So, and, of course, Pluto was casting its shadow over everything. And it was a miners' strike. Pluto, underground, everything. It just fitted. So I'd, I, I thought, I need a presenter. So I thought, Horoscope. Why don't I have a Dr. Horoscope? Scope.
0: Oh, oh, Horace. Oh, and, yeah, that's the first name. Right. <laughs> and, he's a,
2: he, and he's a bit like an Einstein character. And, you know, and he talked with like, a German accent. And he was like, Oh, Pluto <laughs> is moving over the horizon right now. And so, and then I would animate all these visual things. And the bottom line was they, they put the... the the pilot program out on British TV, the program didn't do very well, but everyone loved horoscope. So I thought one day I'm going to bring him back. And it never happened because I was busy doing other things. But then when the editor of the Linwood times, Mario said to me, you know, what do you want to do? And I, I, I said, how about a horoscope column? So, and basically what I do is I tend to um, talk about one feature I mean, two, two sentences, one feature of the month, what's okay. happening. And okay. then I do the 12 signs reaction to it in okay. keeping with their personalities. So okay. I don't say, oh, as a Pisces, you're going to do this, doing this. I'll right. say, this is happening in the sky. So as a Pisces, oh, yeah, I really want to go back to bed and just dream. I don't really want to be, you know, kind of things yeah. like that. And, um, and it just took off. And so we've just expanded. He wanted a bit more in depth, and so, but it's a visual column. Dr. Scope is at the top, and uh, and he just covers a lot of things. And uh, it, um, I was told that it was one of the most popular things in the newspaper. And it's oh, it,
0: that's it, fabulous. It's not you only know, printed, I, I,
2: but it's online as well, so people can go to the Limwood Times. Oh, that's great. And so, find the horoscope well, page. And
0: <laughs> can you imagine the, the, everybody's reaction to the way the planets were this week? Six, Uh, well, where is?
2: Yeah, with six planets there.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: With the moon. Yeah.
0: Everybody's going to react slightly different to that. But, you know, Taurus would be like, yawn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care. Well, I don't
2: change for anyone, you know.
0: (laughs) No, I'm not changing. No. Yeah. yeah, It's a bit um, like that. Yeah. That's fantastic. You know, it's amazing how we can take astrology and, and reformulate it and present it in such a way that makes it less less frightening to people. Right. You know, because it seems like it can be frightening to people a lot. Especially the depth of it.
2: Yeah, I've always a, a, a true artist or, you know, most artists, they're bridge builders. Artists see things that other people don't see. Yes, they can use their visual a pictures worth a thousand words. They can use pictures or in my case, animation, too. Right. To, bring people across a bridge to the other side and they can begin to understand. So with astrology, I don't see myself, I've never seen myself as a really deep intellectual astrologer. But I, when I do readings for people, I try to understand what astrology is, you know, and how it how it works for them. But actually, what do these symbols mean and everything? And then I relate it all to them. But hopefully at the end of it, they come away with a bit of understanding of what astrology really is, not what they think it is. It's not some signs in newspapers. Yeah, right. I
0: mean, I think the best thing to do, I mean, for me, and I can agree with you there, because when people come in with a whole set of, um, let me see, what's the right word? Yeah, right. (laughs) Whole set of reactions, you know, Mm -hmm. and everybody's going to react differently to something, you know, and um, I can pretty much figure out, like, you can do this figure out what you're going to bring up to the top of the bowl to talk about because that's going to take that's going to draw their attention because we're talking about them you know and we're making it quite personal so every and the thing about that i i love about astrology is there's a a billion jillion trillion types of astrology charts you never actually see one again you know and it's amazing how many combinations there are out there like i was looking at you know Aaron Rogers chart. You know, six planets in the eighth house. You know, well, everything's on lovely. the right, yeah.
2: huh? Everything's on the right-hand side as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you look, I don't know if you can see my chart here. Hang on a minute.
2: I got it. In I printed it out because I didn't study it, but I I knew you were going to talk about it, so I wanted to see. It. Yeah. 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 Everything's in the eighth, seventh, eighth,
0: seventh, and six, seventh, and eighth houses.
2: Six, seventh and eighth houses. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean. The the perspective of his experience is almost pretty limited. Mm. You know, it's got that those three houses to play his life out, yeah. you know, and so his interest must be rather narrow rather than large. And yet there's six planets in, a st- in Sagittarius, which means he's supposed to cover all of it,
1: yeah. you know,
0: and so I find that interesting. I love to find contradictions in charts, yeah. you know, yeah. to see what's going to, do it one way and then another way is going to be equally as valuable.
2: Well, I yeah. use in general, I just, I, I always like to look at generalities really, and everything on the right side of the chart represents other people.
0: Yes, and it everything
2: does. on the left side of the chart represents you. So if you see yeah. somebody yeah. with all their planets on the left, yeah. either they're very energetic, intense people, or they're a huge egotists because it's all about them. Yeah. They've got yeah. no contact with other people, where his, class, his chart, He's, he's all on the other side. So he kind of depends on other people in yeah, a strange yeah. way.
0: Yeah. And, and I don't know
2: how it works out. And he's like, cause I, I know nothing about him. So I've, I've not studied him. I'm a soccer fan, but not a football fan, you see. So
0: I don't know a thing about him either. I've just observed <laughs> him a couple of times on TV, but you know, I'm going, okay, where's the other stuff underneath the surface? Yeah. Cause that's where the real meat of him is, Yeah. yeah. you know, and, um, it's, uh, it's really interesting that he plays a sport, you know, but that's Sagittarius, too. Oh, the
2: Sag, yeah. 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 So I was a big sportsman when I was young, and that was my Sag rising, you know, yeah. ninth house planets. Yeah.
0: You're right. Yeah, right. Bro- yeah. broke my
2: heart when I had to give up because I had so many injuries, I just couldn't keep going, but I was obsessive. with. I right. trained 10 times a week
0: exactly. every
2: day. Yeah. But, but you the Sag know, goes away and then gradually you say, yeah, but there's gotta be more to life than that. So, you that's
0: know. Right, yeah, <laughs> you know, it, that's probably one of the things in his life is there must be more to his life than just those three areas in his life. Mm-hmm. But Sagittarius would force him to keep looking beyond where he is, mm-hmm. you know, because with this North Node in the second house in Gemini, I means he's trying to all figure get words for all of that, you know so it's his uh his experiences are very interesting to me i I, if i had a chart like that and it's like i just want to study that till the bottom drops out of it you know because it's just so interesting anyway i i digress but (laughs) at (laughs) least i've got some other stuff here um drawtastic tell me about that
2: drawtastic that's an animation festival that i put on um and i told you i'm a workaholic so i have several I keep several pots going at the same time, but Drawtastic is an animation festival that it's an online, it was online even before we went to lockdown. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically I I have people from around the world. I try to encourage young people any anywhere I can give them a profile of animation. So right. draw, originally Drawtastic was called the 2D or not 2D Animation festival. 2D is hand drawn animation. Mm-hmm. 3D is computer animation. So, so I tried to embrace it. But basically, people sent me films. I, I have an account um, where people can send films in and they enter them. And funny enough, this week, we have to judge the films and announce the winners this week. And then on my other pot boiling thing I do, I have a thing called Animakers, which, um, and it's an online network for animation. And members of that, it's a very low... It, um, membership members of that get free screening of the entire festival winning films every year okay and, and it's coming up any minute now but yeah drawtastic is is the festival i have several Draw drawtastic you know so
0: <laughs> well you know you get your fingers in many pies here you know so yeah you know what i want to talk about we're going to take a break again really quick I want to talk about when we get back from the break what 2d is you know it's not 3d it's 2d you mentioned it kind of in passing but i want to hear more about what that is so okay okay, great so we're going to be right back here with the jupiter rising show in a moment right here on kknw alternative talk radio this is a live read for susan bergstrom from the medicare exchange Susan Bergstrom is a licensed agent in Washington and Oregon helping people obtain security in their lives by providing insurance that pays for final expenses and money for transitioning after a loved one dies. Retirement consists of a lot of moving parts. She will help you with Medicare plans that best suit your needs. Medicare is not only state specific, but also county specific. Having lots of the opportunities, she will help you narrow down your choices to one that is suitable to your health and financial needs. This includes Advantage plans, Supplemental Supplements, and Prescription Drug Plans, Part D. Okay, seniors can rely on Susan to help obtain financial security through many programs that protect seniors from market downturns and guarantee a competitive rate of return with no downside risks. Susan will also educate you on your long-term care. This is an area that many people do not plan for in retirement. Early planning can protect your assets and provide dignity in your later years. Susan enjoys working with people and has partnered with the Medicare exchange located in Tacoma and Linwood, Washington. You can talk to her freely about your situation and you will know that Susan will work to make you comfortable in all the decisions that you need to make. You can contact her at 253-318-9379 or by email at sbergstrom at american Benefits.com.
1: Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW. This is the last segment with Mr. Tony White this morning and he's been wonderful as usual. Um, He's doing so many new things that I felt was really important to get him on to have him talk about it. So 2D animation, I'm trying to figure out what the heck that is.
2: Okay, 2D is two-dimensional, 3D is three-dimensional. So basically, 2D is the traditional animation, hand-drawn, pencils, papers. These days, you can use graphic tablets and pens digitally and work digitally, but it's basically hand-drawn animation are all okay. forms of animation 3d is pretty much what you see on video games and in the cinema and uh and, and anything more 95 of animation done today okay is 3d okay. okay like pixar and disney disney closed this 2d studio hand-drawn studio down 2002 mm-hmm. and completely killed the industry i came here to make films in movies in 2d animation and when disney and it took me two and a half years to get a green card work permit to become legal here and i started talking to investors got lots of interest and then disney closed their traditional studio down and the industry died overnight so traditional hand-drawn anime i have to tell students some of them just want to study want to do it for their career i -hmm. have to tell them all in all honesty there's no career path in the u.s to do that anymore the rest of the world, every country has it. In fact, when I left Europe, I couldn't get anything done there. Now it's where a lot of great stuff is being done right now. So, okay,
0: okay, so that makes sense. So, it has been 2D has been sort of phased out, but it's coming back. Is that what you're saying? It's
2: coming back. It's coming back in different ways. If you're looking for Hollywood big, mainstream movies, it's never going to happen in this country again.
0: Right. Yeah. Most
2: likely, maybe once in a while they'll do one, but never. Um, in Europe it's a lot more and, and a friend of mine runs a studio in Ireland called Cartoon Saloon he makes independent animated movies that are incredible and in fact his new one Wolf Walkers came out this year it's a beautiful story about a young girl who's got a wolf spirit in her and it, it's a very Irish fable. tale it's just uh, probably it's not been announced yet but it's probably going to be nominated for an Oscar and okay. And, and this is a small wow. little independent uh, studio in Ireland. Okay. And it's his third nomination, if it happens. it would be his third nomination. Okay. Now, the okay. independent films will never win because the big money in Hollywood usually gives it to Disney, Pixar, places like okay.
0: So But can get you a tell nomination,
2: is like winning an Oscar to an independent
0: Oh, sure, film. sure. Yeah. Can you tell, when you look at a picture or a movie, can you tell if it's 2D or 3D when you look at it?
2: Yeah, most of the time there's some some there's a little bit of um there's some films being made right now that are made in 3D computer animation but they're what they call rendered out their final look is made to look like hand drawn animation but okay. you can usually tell because the characters move three dimensionally even though they kind of look like hand drawn ones okay but, and two but the real beauty is in
0: hand-drawn. Two D looks different, right? When you yeah, see it,
2: the, the soul of the artist comes through every drawing they do. Every, okay, yeah.
0: okay.
2: that's why I love it. I can't. I will never give up. You know.
0: All right, that makes sense. You can do. A, you can be way more creative in two D. I, yeah,
2: I, yeah. it's an infinite range. And the problem with three D is that they're all beginning to look the same now. You look at every single three D movie comes out. It's either a singing princess or it's, a, you know. It, it, the, all the characters kind of look the same. A
0: dog-singing princess type of thing, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, 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 but 2D movies made by independents around the world, it's everywhere but this country. Um, they tend to express themselves artistically in the style of the artist or in the way the artist wants to portray
0: okay. it. So it seems like it's coming back for a resurgence to me. It, it's what coming I mean.
2: back as an independent art form in the independent markets, but not in the USA. It's disgusting that the great legacy that Walt Disney built up in this country has been trashed.
0: Well, anything that's independent, I mean, right now, anything that's independent goes with all these planets and Aquarius, especially with Jupiter and Saturn. I mean, that's sort of like opening new door, the opportunities, Jupiter, Saturn with new careers, new animation type of things that's unique, you know? So that's probably why things are moving for you.
2: Uh, for, for me, I'm pushing something unusual. I'm doing something that's never been done before with animation. If I can exactly. eventually get support and funding on it, then I'll do that. But it's not just me. Lots of people. And, and life in general, have you noticed there's a big transition going on right now? Yeah, the, there is. The individual, the, the opening diversity, acceptance of diversity, except in certain areas we all know about. Yeah. But, but that's the old dinosaurs. They're going out. They go out kicking and screaming. But yeah. the new age is coming in now and the Aquarius yeah. thing. And for women, it's an amazing time. It's going to be yeah. an amazing time.
0: Yeah, I, I have to wonder, you know, I know the United States is having its Pluto return next year and in, in beyond that. But when Pluto goes into Aquarius that's really going to change things mm-hmm. and probably it's sort of like we're getting the predecessor of that with all these planets and in, in aquarius saying okay you got to get ready for what's coming because it's really going to blow you out of the water when we have pluto going in there and that's going to blow up the whole you know societal systems you know and as far as the issues of equality and and race relations those will probably be gone during yeah. those times
2: yeah you know you can see it in the younger generation already you can see that they're Their souls are different to the ones that have been running the shop, you know. And look at Jupiter, you know, Jupiter, Saturn in in um, sorry, Pluto, Saturn in Capricorn, beginning of 2020. Look at 2020, change, total change, you know. So, you're absolutely right. We, yeah, we're, we're going through such a period of reassessment, and you know, oh, yeah,
0: and in the meantime, everything is just you know, on shaky edges. Well, that's where you'd want it to be anyway in an Aquarius thing. You know, it just feels like it could go one way or the other really quickly, yeah. So, uh, it is very interesting. Well, Tony, this has been a fantastic <laughs> thing, thank you so much. Now, how do we now, how does anybody get a hold of you to talk to you about what you're doing?
2: Okay, so the, the best websites for me would be for on the astrology side it's startoons.com that's dot com right and that's where and, you can get
0: the cards
2: yeah and and my other one on the animation side my main website is drawassic.com which is d-r-a-w-a-s-s-i-c.com like jurassic like the jurassic age oh, sure. but jurassic. It's Draw. okay i got
0: <laughs> it <laughs> okay all right that's good and do you have an email address they can reach you at
2: um t- t- the or they just go
0: to the website and find it that way
2: yeah they uh, on my website there is a place to write to me at the back of the website okay contact right. page yeah
0: okay great well tony thank you so much for being here it was a really good visit thank you it's thank been you a long time since we've talked
2: yeah you know, i love being fun. here it's good to chat
0: oh thank, <laughs> you. thank you so much okay take care
2: thanks bye everyone bye eileen
0: bye bye Okay, so now on what we got on here is um, so we've got some upcoming events, maybe. Uh, the, the, um, the restaurants in the Seattle, or Seattle-Tacoma area have opened, and Burrs is opening up this week on Thursday. So that could mean I may be going back there or I may be going back to Pizza Casa to do some readings there. So hopefully I will be. And then also I do the horoscope column, you know, every week. That's a weekly thing on Mondays at about noon. Those are posted. And uh, Nathan, can you tell me how much time I got? How many minutes? Two minutes. Thank you very much. I can barely see him on the screen. Anyway, so um, we have that. And the horoscope column is at 1150kknw.com. And so that's going to be good. And so um, those are posted every week. I do them weekly. I've been doing them for about four years, I think. And so you can get a hold of me at eileengrimes.com or jupiterrisingshow.com. And Tony also has another address here. I'm just going to say really quick. It's animaticus dot com okay now next week we're excited we have mr ray grassy coming back to the show we're so excited because he's one of the best and he's he's going to be talking a little bit about his new book that he's got coming out he's sending it to me so hopefully i'll get it this week so i can really review it so anyway that will be great and then the following week we're going to have on a ton of music just what nathan loves to do and um, that is uh, Michelangelo our favorite astrologer slash musician we're going to be talking about Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart very nice so it's going to be cool so anyway um, I think that's it and I think uh, yeah Nathan are we ready to go here we can
1: chat for just a little over a minute
0: okay still got got a little bit of time here okay so what do you want to chat about (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, how much snow did you get this morning? I'm looking out, when I came in here, I got about six inches of snow.
0: Yeah, it's, it's st- is it still snowing up. It's slowing down. It's yeah, snowing. here in the
1: Bellevue area, it's. I mean, it's still coming down. It's just about the pace it was when it was just starting yesterday. So little tiny flakes. Uh, you can definitely see it's snowing, but it's not really too big of a threat of additional accumulation yeah. right now yeah i heard tacoma got hit really hard last night too
0: yeah i mean yeah it started start here about eight or nine o'clock it started to snow really hard Mm. and then i woke up in the morning and it was six inches on the ground i measured it yeah i got my stick a roller in it i stuck a roller in it yep i did (laughs) so anyway yeah it was it's been interesting and so i'm sure that next week i will be back on the station in studio but this week i had to do it at home from zoom So anyway, that's it for us today. Make sure you tune into Psychic Spectrum next on this station. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.